The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Ah, yes, ladies and gentlemen, it's Friday, and that means it's time for the Wrestling Inc. Smackdown post-show, and have we got a show for you. We've got NXT debuts, new tag team champions, and the numbers picked for the Royal Rumble. But before we get into all that, allow me to introduce the crew. I'm Jack, being joined by Glenn and Flobo. Woo! Lobos the three of us excited. are doing this so together. Glenn, how yeah. are you? Hey, <laughs> this I think uh, you know. In all seriousness, and I know we normally try and keep it light, light on this podcast. This has been a really tough week for uh, people following the news of what's gone on in WWE. And I know we want to talk about SmackDown. We want to support the men and women uh, in WWE who put their bodies on the line every week in that ring and entertain us. Um, so. There was news breaking as we went to air tonight, so I think we should, you know, address that. It's it's a very sensitive subject. It's not something I think anyone enjoys talking about. But let's, you know, discuss the latest and uh, then move on and talk about SmackDown and tonight's show. Yeah, absolutely, Flobo. Uh, obviously, how are you doing? Uh, how, how's your? Uh, I haven't chatted with you in a couple of days, but. Uh, yeah. Also, go ahead and segue into the news. And to help with that, uh, we do have a super chat. Uh, Martin Narengo saying, with VKM finally gone, does TKO bring in Stephanie, assume his roles, or would the last name of McMahon do a detriment to TKO? Probably, we're not here to speculate. I guess I'll just say that right off the bat. But uh, Flobo, why don't yeah. you kind of give us the broad strokes of what uh, what's going on here? 
Well, thank you so much for having me. It's always cool to have you on Friday nights, Phil. The worlds are colliding, but it's true. Uh, during the course of SmackDown, news is broken. A uh, memo being sent by TKO, or sorry, WWE's president, Nick Khan, of the TKO Holdings, said that Vince McMahon is officially out in his roles as TKO executive chairman and on the TKO board of directors. This is actually due to the fallout of the alleged lawsuit uh, that's being sent towards Vince McMahon's way. So definitely TKO. TKO has acted swiftly. Vince McMahon out in all facets at TKO. Yeah, so um, it's something that I think we've, it feels like it's been a gradual uh, thing happening. Vince McMahon working his way out creatively on TV. We haven't really seen much of his fingerprints. Um, Glenn, any final thoughts on this before we move on? Uh, everyone in the chat, I should say too, save your money. We're not going to really talk about this after this. I don't think any of us want to discuss this situation. No, it's, it's be, terrible. The details rough, are so. out there. Wrestling Inc. has a news story. You can read the court, court filings. And um, if even an ounce of these allegations are true, I am fine with never uttering the man's name ever again. Um, it's it's a bad story. Slim Jim pulling out their sponsorship of the Royal Rumble. They've, they've uh, paused on sponsorships with WWE. Many are speculating that you know, that and there's rumors of another sponsorship they might be losing over this court filing of uh, the civil case against Vince that that was the final straw. So I don't think he comes back from this like he did when hints of the story first broke a year and a half ago. And uh, it's truly an era, a new era in WWE. And I just hope that in addition to Vince McMahon, everyone complicit, complacent and uh, involved in uh, these uh alleged crimes i hope they're all held accountable absolutely i agree 100 and so let's get into the show let's get into some fun stuff let's put smiles on people's faces that's what pro wrestling is really all about so before we do anything i always like to of course start with uh, saying everyone please like comment share subscribe leave a five-star review leave a little comment on the youtube page why doesn't somebody leave a five-star review on the Apple Podcast? We haven't gotten an Apple Podcast five-star review in a while. You guys could break the chain and leave a five-star <laughs> review. If you leave a little comment in there, I'll be sure to pro tip, pro read tip. it off for you. Uh, but everyone who's uh, in the chat with us, uh, I want to give a shout-out to Martin, obviously, for his super chat. But also, we got we got Juan, we got Wayne, we got Beer Money, we got uh, Jorge, Stanley, Lindsay, Cool Gamer, Majestic Marie, always good to see you. Majestic and Baxter and Eric and Tommy O and Alicia, Deadpool Party, Bit Milligan. The crew is here and they're coming in strong. Appreciate y'all. But hey, guess what? If you're not in the chat, if you're just watching, if you're just a lurker, guess what? We love you too. Thanks for lurking. Appreciate you being here. Uh, I want to start off the first thing, Manish from India. Always got to give a shout out to you, Manish, uh, by the up? way. Uh, yeah, all the way from nine hours in the India. future or 10 hours in the future. Probably. Yeah. Uh, whenever Manish is here, I know that uh, things are going to be okay because the future does happen. He's there in the future now. So uh, <laughs> like, we're going to get run. To... <laughs> Whenever If you don't show up, I would be like, uh-oh, maybe, uh, <laughs> right. maybe something's wrong. Uh, but I want to talk about something uh, that was a little bit of a change uh, or some differences today, Flo, but I want to start with you. Just a, a general overview of the show in the sense that Michael Cole on commentary uh, said he was back for one night only, which I think is a very interesting thing that he made sure to get out right, out, right away. But also these cuts to commercials with the superstars uh, on there. Very cool. Very beautiful. Talk to me a little bit about those and Michael Cole. 
Let's talk about differences. Where the heck is Issa? I know out there getting those interviews all the way over there in Tampa. I'm not jealous. Uh, but yes, SmackDown always gets uh the a front facelift. I know Raw has pretty much played around with this kind of like like sliding, panning uh kind of presentation, yeah. but if that becomes part of SmackDown's DNA at commercial break, it's pretty cool. It's almost like a trading card thing. Michael Cole, one night only. Totally get it. It's the day before Royal Rumble. If you're getting a replacement to be on commentary, it's almost no notice. A good chance for someone new to start fresh, but I can only speculate what's going to be a new commentary team moving forward. But overall, presentation-wise, and my boy Eladio star of the night, I was on it, man. Yeah, it was a uh, very interesting. Again, before we get into the overall show, Glenn, what what are your thoughts on the commentary situation for SmackDown? Uh, do you have any predictions of what you'd like to see? I feel like I feel like Cole and Graves go together so well. So I'm kind of, it's, it's tough for me to, to try to fantasy book someone else in that spot. But what say you beer money in the chat says, bring back McAfee. Uh, I don't know if I McAfee and Graves would work together. I can see it though. Uh, I wonder if they bring him back. I wonder who does the rumble tomorrow night, but I'll tell you the one thing I thought, and it was funny that uh, Corey Graves, I haven't heard this in a while. He referred to NXT as the black and gold brand. And I was yeah. like, mm-hmm. we're still, we're still calling it that like i thought maybe that had sailed but all i could think of when uh kaden carter and katan chance were there i was like could they just have gotten a skype of jbl saying they just like to have fun maggle you know just uh maggle. when they were talking about how they like to party yeah like, that's where i was just like I, that went through my head immediately it, only in wwe is that a character yes. trait of a superstar <laughs> they just like uh, to have a good time We'll, well, we'll talk. We'll talk about them. We'll talk about them because they obviously had a rough night. But uh, in the chat, we've got uh, Blue Chew saying bring back Booker. Uh, Manish saying Vic and bad news uh, as an option. And Juan Garcia saying Jack had a busy week. Yeah, the static media overlords from static <laughs> media. Yeah, he goes on vacation. Working yeah. to the bone. Jack like what, uh, this, what Bishop this, called this, him they. <laughs> The, the tower, by the way, it's on a mountaintop. And every time you look at it, lightning cracks and then bats fly at you. Yeah. In fact, Jack, uh, uh, later tonight, is flying out to Puerto Rico to water Issa's plants while she's gone. Wow. Yeah, that's how much he's filling in. While he she's does it all. Away. I got to do everything because uh, yeah. those plants, if they don't get in north-facing sunlight, it's a disaster. Man, uh, this is like, what I was uh, thinking of, though, in commentary. The token Dom $5 saying, let me hear your best Booker T impersonation doing the Trick Williams entrance during Whoop That Trick. That's what I missed tonight when he came out. Just no, like, no, 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 yeah. no. You, you, pulled, you pulled it up, Glenn. You got to do the impression. Well, you guys did do the Whoop That Trick. Do the audience thing. Oh, Whoop, whoop That, that trick. trick. Yeah. Whoop That whoop Trick. That trick. <laughs> what? Whoop that trick. Uh, gotta get gotta, trick. gotta 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 get into it, man. You gotta be like that. Yeah, I like it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay, Lobo wins. <laughs> so dumb. Uh, the problem with my impressions is I really only commit about 20%. Fair. Oh, you gotta uh, go 110 every yeah. time. Yeah, uh, the whole ass of yourself. I mean a whole butt of yourself. <laughs> Killer a demon saying uh WWE hires Isa. Tommy O saying, how about Jack? Uh, how about you, Jack, and Flobo be the new commentators? I like that idea. Yeah, let's do um, it. And then, uh, yeah, we got to uh, – oh, Majestic Me, are you willing are, – are you walking little Roman the dog too, Jack? I think Roman the dog would walk me if I was if I went down there. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> do, do that. Uh, so uh, uh, let's talk about this beginning, though. Um, obviously, uh, we get uh, – 
Eladio comes out, uh, the artist who made the song RKO, introduces yeah. Randy. Randy comes out and says uh, he's the only one that can stop the bloodline and get that 15th championship reign. AJ comes out and says Randy has a receipt coming. LA Knight comes out and says he's the biggest threat, and that's why he's going to face Solo tonight. Things end with an AJ hitting a Pele kick uh, on Randy Orton. Glenn, this was one of those promos. I don't know if it was the most um, memorable promo, but it's one of those perfect multi-man go-home match, uh, go-home show promos where everyone gets a little word in, everyone gets a shot fired. How did you like the start of SmackDown? I mean, that was the bookend tonight, the little round robin. Everybody gets their time to shine uh, before they lose to Roman tomorrow. Oh, come on, Lewis. <laughs> sorry, I'm channeling East. East is not here, Flobo. Oh, Somebody on. has to say it. AJ Styles versus Jay Uso for Rania. I'm on board. Let's do it. <laughs> well, maybe Jimmy Uso. We don't know. We'll oh, have to oh, talk yeah. about that in a little bit. But uh, <laughs> it does feel like the uh, the... It it does feel a bit like Roman's walking out the winner here. Flobo, I want your thoughts on this in this opening. Uh, the way the crowd reacted uh, to both Orton and LA Knight. I'm I'm sorry, AJ, but I mean those guys were getting reactions. But also, I want you to talk a little bit later in the night. Mm-hmm. Uh, Eladio had a little promo of his own, right. and Solo rolled up on him. And I want you to talk to me a little bit about how cool it is when artists are a part of the show and they don't try to be bigger than the show. Oh, that's perfectly like what you need to do. That's like the dream right there, just to be involved. That's why I love the, uh, I guess I'm dating myself, the anonymous draw general manager from 10, 15 years ago, because it was kind of cool. Um, but yeah, a lot of carry on. I mean, if you guys remember Backlash last year, his theme song, Fate Tempo, was the theme song. So I've been yeah. a fan for a long time seeing him there and having opened the show. Miami was a hot crowd on this show. Really hot. Yeah, I, I was I was I was blown mm-hmm. away. I was worried about LA Knight's reactions last week and the week before, but Miami just said, forget that. <laughs> this guy they're filling him today. And the new merch. Oh my gosh, it's great. And the crazy yeah, thing I, too is I'm oh, sorry, Jack, but I was just gonna say, like yeah. Miami is is four hours from Tampa, far away from Orlando. So everything we saw tonight, yes, I'm sure some people are doing this tonight and doing the rumble tomorrow, but this was not this was a more pure crowd than we see on event weekend a lot of the time when they're the same venue back-to-back nights. So these reactions tonight, this was not all the hardcore audience. There were a lot of casuals there as well. Uh, Michael Lamb saying cringe to the anonymous raw GM. (laughs) That's one of those things that like in the mo, like why it was happening. It was so like, what is this? Come on. But now you look back on it. It's got that sort of, um, uh, what's the word where it, it, it it was like the best of times, worst of times kind of thing quintessential mid 2000s wwe i mean <laughs> yeah you could say that about any era you know <laughs> so um yeah and yes boy i see your super chat we're going to talk about that at the end when we get to the uh the main event because i think yes, that will boy. play in there a little bit better so uh good start to the show but then we get to santos escobar and carlito have a match legato del fantasma comes out just looking super cool and carlito is about to get the dub before legato gets involved then the lwo fights him off then zelina tries to get involved but it's electra lopez rejoining the group and allowing santos escobar to get the win flobo how big of a deal is it that electra lopez came out to help legato del fantasma so it's big in two ways one this proves isa this is the real legato i don't want to hear los lobos i don't want to hear Marino rejects this is the true legato del fantasma and how rewarding is it 
for NXT watchers. I know week in and week out, there have been references Tuesday this, like Tuesday that with the promos, but if you're watching NXT and we saw Electra Lopez on Tuesday, you finally got a little bit of a, of a pat on the back for sticking with the character on that show for so long. So to me, it was a perfect reintroduction for Electra. She's definitely been hitting the gym. And the real legato further proves again, LWO are a bunch of losers world order that day. Well, yeah, Legato, I mean, Marie says Santos. Oh, I love yeah. Santos as a heel, by the way. And uh, TDRI79 saying good new member, but at least saying they'll always be Los Lobos Locos. Uh, They're crazy but, wolves. But, uh, but Glenn, I haven't had a chance to chat with you guys about Legato del Fantasma, but this is the coolest looking group. I, this, it's I, to me, the presentation is so crazy how big of an upgrade it's been since getting Angel and Garza or Angel and Umberto together with uh, Santos Escobar. This is a killer group. I love this group. No, it's cool. It's weird, though, that the old legato is now the LWO. Yeah, it's a little, it's a little confusing. And losing. I mean, it's, it's, uh, it's recycling, Glenn. You, you turn something in and you get something better in return. That's what happened. And I just want to say, members of O-Town, there's still a chance you could join in sync one day. Wow, O-Town. <laughs> Talk about deep cuts. Because <laughs> I want it all. <laughs> oh, nothing at all. <laughs> Oh man, uh, this is so <laughs> dumb. Uh, but no, I um, I love the original uh, Legato del Fantasma too in, in NXT. I remember thinking that this is the. I feel like WWE. I don't feel like it. it, it it's just basically fact that WWE has been wanting to find that next super luchador to take over once uh, Rey Mysterio has finally hung it up. And I remember just the cool factor of Legato del Fantasma and the fact that as a group they have sort of a purpose, which is family and tradition and legacy is something that i think makes them stand out to other groups that we'll talk about where they're just like we're just a group that likes to yeah. dominate like North uh, American glenn, Imperium. Do, yeah it's it's uh glenn do you think that this group this version this iteration has the gas in it to go farther than any previous legato del fantasma groups i mean it's interesting because a, a like less than a year ago coming out of backlash and through the summer, LWO was exceptionally hot. It's interesting now that it shifted and Legato has got that heat. Mm -hmm. you it's know? Something, something that I thought was really impressive here. And uh, Flobo, this, is, this was, I thought, one of the understated big moments of the night was the crowd hated Santos, but not in a, you know, sometimes we say that the channel changing way. I mean, they were booing Santos. And Carlito's a star. Everyone loves him. But I think with all due respect to Carlito, they were booing Santos more than they were supporting Carlito. I, I don't want to knock Carlito, but I'm so glad he's back. And he's in the mix. But it did feel like Carlito was kind of a placeholder, not through any fault of his own, but just the injuries to Rey Mysterio. So when we see him, it's like, oh, we're so glad you're back. But what is your – are you the leader of LWO? Are you the point person? Are you the enforcer? What is your role with this group? Uh, but we see Santos come out and slows that pace down uh, when he walks to the ring, almost like Roman Reigns, but with this tinge of, like, legacy and family and tradition and they similar to Fast and Furious way, I will boo it too. It's been 20 mm. years. Wrap it up, Vin. I got to see how it ends. So I totally get it. I'm on board. I loved it, man. Yeah, it was a, I thought it was a really cool moment. Um, 
Manish saying perfect time for a new day trio. Hopefully Big E uh, alluding to hopefully he's able to, to come back. Uh, and of course, Gigi saying love O-Town. <laughs> yeah. Uh, speaking of people we love uh, and Flobo, I'm going to go back to you on this one. We got a video package, a uh, match flow video package with Bailey. And uh, I don't know if you've had a chance to say this. You probably have, but I know that Bailey is your spirit animal. You mm-hmm. love Bailey. Um, I feel like a lot of people going into the women's rumble this weekend didn't believe in Bailey a whole lot uh, going into this as, as a winner. Do you feel like this video um, helped her? I would say that Bailey is my favorite wrestler, on, current wrestler on the roster. And I had that breakthrough on the show last week or, or two weeks ago. And I was worried because everyone was saying that Bailey hasn't won the Royal Rumble, but there was no reason that she would ever win. She had lost almost every mo- match in the past three months. I think this here gets to reestablish why you should care about Bailey, but wisely in the middle of that match flow that went back to being, hey, we're taking over. And I love that because <laughs> it really wasn't a face turn by a video package. It was kind of like a don't forget about me. It was classic, man. Yeah, there's something I want to uh, to add about that. But for the sake of the flow of this conversation, I'm going to move Glenn to uh, unless you have anything you want to say about that match flow video. I thought it was really I well mean, done. Bailey but. is winning the Rumble or Elimination Chamber and going to challenge EO at WrestleMania. So I want you to remember that because I'm going to come back to you on that. But for now, I, I do want to jump to the tag team match that yeah. happened uh kabuki warriors versus carter and chance big time back and forth matchup here i thought it was a, a really fun really i don't know which way it's going to go kind of matchup kabuki warriors get the win they get the titles and they get the pyro glenn new tag team champions was this the right call yeah we talked about this about a month or two ago and originally i didn't like how they were taking away from the rest of damage control, like backing EO, right? Cause he was the women's champ. I thought should have the prime spotlight. And then I decided, which shocked Flobo that damage control is new addition. And the Kabuki warriors are bell Biv DeVoe. <laughs> EO is clearly Ralph Tresvant. Bailey is of course, Bobby Brown. Of course. Which means that Dakota is Johnny Gill. Wow. So, okay, but, but you bring them all together and you have this super group that also works on their own. Me. Yeah, uh, so sure. I think uh, this is great for uh, the Kabuki Warriors tonight. This was a great match. Kaden and Katana, I feel, never really got the the build they deserved to really have those championships elevate them. Um, but I think the women's tag division needs the Kabuki Warriors at the top and now we can really give it a great showcase and elevate some of those other teams to really give this a good run. Because I feel like these titles have never, like this division's never really gotten a chance to soar the way the rest of uh, women's wrestling has in WWE or NXT. Yeah. Uh, we got a few uh, Jack uh, Roman saying, Bailey is the favorite to win. What do you mean? Nobody thinks she's going to win. She's the favorite <laughs> to win. I mean, I feel like when you look at Nia Jax, when you look at like Becky Lynch, when you look at Bianca Belair, I don't think Bailey's the favorite to win this one. Flobo, I want you to let me know whether or not you agree, but also I want your thoughts on Carter and Chance uh, and your thoughts on them as a tag team. And then 
losing? Is it too soon for them to lose? All that kind of stuff. But of course, I want you to be able to respond to my Bailey comments. So yeah, I, the thing is, yeah, everyone's saying Bailey because as wrestling fans, we, we do the uh, the the at home play at home game and go, well, Bailey's ever one. She'll be a fresh take. But again, she hadn't really earned it. She was in the background. Her own team was kind of not inviting her to the cool table. She hadn't really won a match. She lost to Bianca three times over the last seven weeks. It was like there's no reason why she would win one. So this is why I think it's kind of not a foregone conclusion. Now I like Kaden Carter, yeah, and, and Katana Chance, but even in NXT, their title reigns have been transitional. They're a transitional champion. It looked like Piper Niven and Chelsea Green were doing something. It went to a different direction, I guess. And then the, I guess the kiss of death in wrestling. And please shout me down. Let me know if I'm wrong, chat. But if you dance or party, you're going to hit a certain level. I don't care if you're Naomi or Alex Wright or dancing Bubba Ray Dudley or DJ Gabriel. You're not going to the promised land. Dancing and have a good time. So Can I Django? almost... No way, Jose. Yeah. Listen, <laughs> when Lance Storm was doing the Lance dance, it was one of the biggest times of his Don't career. Don't talk the Lance not- dance. <laughs> <laughs> You're the only person to bring up the Lance dance and not laugh at him. <laughs> Lan- Lan- Lance Storm's like, would you shut up? People were forgetting about that, Jack. But here, uh, here was the play. beauty of that video tonight. When Bailey said, I'm going to win and then go and challenge Rhea Ripley for the Raw Women's Championship, that was like, oh, this is going to be so good. When she wins and then announces she's challenging EO, like this, this is the this is the story. This is going to be well, awesome. It, it is, and uh, I do want to say that my my issue with Carter and Chance before we move on to the next part of this uh, Bailey thing, because I have one more Bailey factor to factor oh, in. Okay. It's the Bailey factor. <laughs> I can see the political like <laughs> things uh, flying around um, with Carter and Chance. I, I like them. I feel like they're very, they're, they're kind of people you want to like, but when it comes to the dancing thing, Flobo, to your point, it, it always was weird to me that I was supposed to like them. They're the good guys, but they were like, all they wanted to do is party. Like, I don't want to, I don't respect the person that doesn't take it seriously and want to like, you should be like, yeah, I want to be the champion. That's what's important to me. Look, but it felt like, and be a rosebud, okay? Just, I wanna, just relax. Like, I, <laughs> like I, I said, I like Lance Storm. I want the person who's going to take things seriously, okay? Like right, but, every week, but, yeah. but as a, but it, it is kind of weird where they're like, like, where where are they? Oh, they're out at the club the night before. They're supposed to be defending the title. That doesn't sound like that. Sounds like the the bad like a bad guy. That doesn't sound like the person you're rooting for. Yeah. You know who pulled it off though, and who we might see tomorrow night is Naomi. Because she kept it to the entrance. Don't don't get me started. Don't do it. Here's a women's champion. Here's Massively over. Here's the thing about, about the character of Naomi. And I'm going to get myself in trouble here. Trinity Fatu, one of the most athletic competitors in her generation. She's currently Impact now. I actually watch her matches. Does anyone else? But when she comes out dancing, I have no idea what it means to feel the glow. What, what does that even mean? Can I tell a friend? Can you feel the glow? Have you felt the glow recently? No. <laughs> that to me always made no sense. She came out with glow sticks to music. She never really felt like she danced too properly. That is something I didn't want to see. But Naomi, or Trinity Fatu, fantastic competitor. Um, I want to talk about, uh, again, I, I do want to talk about one more thing with Bailey and, and a few other people. Uh, we got the return of the golden uh ball spinner <laughs> i don't know what do you call that thing uh the tumbler the golden ball tumbler uh where everyone's picking their oh, numbers bobby lashley santos uh r-truth had a great moment bianca but bailey as well and 
Glenn, I'm going to ask you this about Bailey. This is the last thing here. Okay. And it's been alluded to a little bit in the chat. I don't know how you can go into Bailey this Royal Rumble and not be cheering for her. I know a lot of people get really upset when you assume that someone is a, a good guy when they haven't turned. But yeah. I feel like the way this story is presented, she's an underdog and I'm rooting for her to win so that she can overcome an obstacle. That's a hero story. Is it? The, I see. I almost think she has to win. Okay. So one, if she wins in a devious way, that would be incredible. Like if there's something where people think she's eliminated, but she's not, she comes back at the end, takes out the baby face favorite because the breakup of damage control, Bailey's not, I mean, Bailey versus EO is Bailey, the baby face or the heel in that at mania, you know, right now it'd be Bailey would be the one I think most people are rooting for. Right. I know, but she can be, but she could be like that female stone cold, like the, the Han Solo, like the lovable anti-hero. I think she can pull that off. Bailey, you know, yeah, I think Bailey can. I think that's, she's got I mean, that. that's what I'm saying. Isn't she yeah. kind of sliding into that Eddie Guerrero space where yeah. she well, maybe lie, cheat, steal, but we're all rooting for her? Speaking of which, I mean, this is not okay. I was like, one, Sasha probably ain't coming back tomorrow, but Sasha coming back to help Bailey, like that would be <laughs> that's probably too far fetched that Sasha comes back and enters the Rumble. But that being said, the only thing that would be bigger. Then Bailey versus Zio and Mania is if we got Bailey versus Sasha. Few build starts in the Rumble, and they they could go on to have a co-main event at Mania that doesn't need a title. That would be huge. That would be a big one. So uh, mm -hmm. we'll have to see. Uh, just because Flobo, I know she's your favorite. Is Bailey a is is Bailey a fan favorite in this one? Is she it? Going into the Rumble, do you feel like she's someone we're rooting for or or rooting against? Uh, I would say rooting fan. for, but to be fair to Bailey in this situation is because EO hasn't done anything. The only thing we've even seen EO done that's breaking some rules is didn't let Bailey the with the game plans and talked behind her back. EO's been kind of a blank slate there, so you want to gravitate with who you know, so she becomes a hero by default. To see if Bailey actually works on that or leans into that, that means to be seen. As we move on, we've got Bobby Lashley. He comes out and he calls out the final testament. Uh, he wants a face-to-face, -face, uh, but the final testament says Lashley's scared. Lashley wants a fight, though, so he gets one and he gets beat up for his troubles. <laughs> uh, <laughs> this, this, was, this was weird tonight, this segment in the final testament. And I kid you not, if, I mean, this Good week, enough. but... There are in the last 30 years in any given week, the final testaments logo shirt would have been the most controversial, controversial story in all professional wrestling. Oh, cause it's so lame or because well, it's of the cross with the, oh, yeah, the crucifix with the T and the F that would have been controversial in a simpler era. That looks like when I try to cheat a true false test. <laughs> it's like, is it an F? Is it a T? We have no idea. <laughs> yeah, Majestic Marie is right. Karrion Cross needs to shave his head if we're going to take him seriously. Dude, uh, like the audience was wetting him. He told them to shut up and it got worse from there. This was rough tonight. Um, it, it, I always say, I believe Karrion Cross is uh, someone that. I could imagine Triple H wanting to be this generation's Triple H. 
<laughs> I think he's he's a he's a big guy. He's got he can be the straightforward villain that Triple H was for a very long time. Uh, I'm I'm thinking back to his um, you know I guess earlier days uh, before Evolution, um, and I can see all of that there. But Flobo and and I don't want to set you off here. Um, I won't. I, won't. I, I, I spoke. I spoke. I spoke a little bit about Legado del Fantasma. What I love about the group is they have a purpose for why they're together. Frankly, I look at both of the groups. I love all the pieces. I love Street Profits. I love Bobby Lashley. Uh, I'm a fan of Karrion Cross. I'm a fan of AOP. I'm a fan of all these people, but they've not really told me, like, why are they together? Right. And so that is, and I know historically I've, I've never been the biggest supporter of Karrion Cross on his run. But if you slice all that stuff off, all the, the, the previous iterations of Cross, this here still raises some questions. Are they trying to disrupt the brand? Do they have a personal vendetta against Bobby Lashley and the Street Profits? Are they just here to establish their dominance? It's not really clear what that is. And it was even more bizarre having Scarlett go first only to attack Bobby Lashley from behind. Because it made Bobby look like he was right. Looks like, why are you bringing your wife down here? You're so far away. Let's talk about this. Why is Paul Ellering there if Karen Cross can speak for himself? But look, it seems that we're going into faction warfare wrestling, so I'm on board with that. I just don't get what they want to do um aj says the vignette tells you why stop trying to be so profound i, <laughs> I never try to be profound <laughs> i'm actually serious like what is there like and don't tell me to dominate because what I, what does that mean like they've never said my if their goal is to become champions why are they attacking guys who aren't champions if their goal is to make money how you know what I mean? Like, what's again, Legado del Fantasma has a purpose. Uh, the bloodline it was about uh making Roman Reigns the head of the, the Samoan family table. There's a reason for that. NWO was about taking over WCW. I don't really understand what this group's thing is outside of he just hates Bobby Lashley and the Street Profits. <laughs> so, I don't, which fair, but. Then what happens after they're done with their, after they beat they beat up Bobby Lashley? Does that mean they're done? Like, okay, we did it. Next, next thing. <laughs> Thanks, guys. High fives all around. That's, yeah. I guess that's what I'm where I'm getting with these guys. Uh, Glenn, am I, am I crazy? Like, or, or do you kind of get what their goal and purpose is? No, it was weird. It was really weird. The whole. Um, way this was launched. I think people were excited first because of AOP and Paul being back. And but they they look like such a motley crew out there. I like. I mean, I don't know about you guys. I like in a faction normally where there's some sort of like we're gonna dress in some sort of. I mean, like look at Bobby and the Prophets, right? Like they were all wearing suits. They're all looking nice. Like I like when a faction tries to you know have have a group text chain about maybe how we should present ourselves, and um, they just look like. Uh, like like the Adams family out there like it's just it's a little it's not clicking for me and uh that crowd was so rough tonight man you could tell cross was rattled by it 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 um it, yeah again I, I I like the pieces I like because I should say because even Bobby Lashley what I like about the hurt business because again they had a goal too it was about making money they just wanted to make money they want to make as much money as possible. And so they would do things like take money from the GM to fight off retribution, stuff like that. They yeah, had a purpose. Yeah. It was making money, 
being businessmen. And so there's a, a, a they sure. had a purpose. It's the other stuff that that's, that's my problem. I just want to know what their, their goal is here. Yeah. And then I can go, oh, okay, they're, that's what they're trying to get. And that's where they're trying, what they're trying to accomplish. Otherwise it's just, Hey, there's a guy with some friends. I'm going to go get some friends and then we're going to fight. And then if we win, Oh, well, <laughs> like to, be fair, to be fair to them, it looks like uh, X is all, they love it. X says, Oh man, carry cars is back. He's finally in the way we thought he would be. So I guess I'm missing something. You know what I mean? So. I don't know. I, I didn't see a lot of people yeah. uh, tonight. I, maybe I'm just not following the right people tonight. I was shocked <laughs> at the crowd <laughs> response and the response online where it was just like, actually, you know, what was even worse. I didn't see people ripping. I saw nothing. Cause I was looking, I was like, I'm not the only one that's noticing this is not going very well. And like, that's almost worse than people making fun of you is people just say nothing about you. If you're a wrestler. True. Well, like I said, I like the pieces. This isn't a, a shot at, them in any way i think that that's just you know i, I just want to know what their what their goal is um, yeah otherwise their goal does uh, the final testament have a business plan no a powerpoint <laughs> presentation that explains <laughs> what they're trying to achieve and how they're going to go about it i would love for them to operate like a real business where they're like we gotta have that's a post-mortem good. meeting to discuss how <laughs> this meeting went <laughs> so nwo filters fan not a fan <laughs> <laughs> Well, our test groups. <laughs> the future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of plan investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. 
Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Uh, so, yeah, we got uh, uh, Justine, by the way, snuck in the chat. Good to see you there, as hey, always. Uh, fan of the show. Um, uh, Will, I see your um, I see your comment. I'm going to bring that up at the uh, in just a little bit when we get to that part of the show. Uh, but we had a quick moment and Glenn, I loved the, when they do this kind of stuff. I want to know your thoughts though. Performance center, Logan Paul, he's training, getting ready. And he has a little scuff up with Kevin Owens. This is one of those things that what I like is it just makes it feel like these guys really hate each other because it's not just on scheduled time. You know, it's little, but yeah. I like it. No, it was a fun detail. I like how they did it on social media. Um, health week to release that on social media. Uh, but yeah, I think, um, they're really hyping this match. Yeah. Flobo, this be a good uh, match. Well, <laughs> I mean, every look, every Logan Paul match is a good match. Uh, Flobo, don't every. shake your head. I nod your head. I, yeah. I mean, you're right. You're right. I've never, I, you know, I've to, to Logan Paul's credit. I have never walked out of a Logan Paul match and be like, Oh, that's he's the Gordon Ramsay of wrestling. It's like, I was, that was pretty good. If I gave it a chance, um, I just want this to be done with. You know what I mean? I just want either Kevin Owens to beat him or Logan Paul to retain. I want this. I want them to go different directions, but I'm already on board. Let me know. Wow me tomorrow in Tampa. I guess what I liked about this one and the reason why I like how they did this is because both of these guys uh, are two guys that are basically like, let's just have the fight then. And so when you have to drag it out, it makes it feel inauthentic. You know what I mean? Sure. Um, because they're both the kind of guy, kind of like we saw, he threw the water bottle at him and stuff like that. So it's hard for these guys to have like prolonged rivalries without a match. So that's why I, I, I'm glad they're going to have it. I agree with you in that case, Bobo, but uh, I just like how this was done. Um, Austin Theory versus Carmelo Hayes. Uh, a couple segments worth of matchup here with Hayes using the trunks, or uh, I'm sorry, uh, Theory using the trunks to get the win post-match. We get a beat down, but Trick Williams comes to make the save, but things don't seem so positive between the two. Uh, Glenn, uh, first, off, over there? first off, this is a business power move. I learned it from Final, <laughs> Final Testament at our, um, <laughs> but at our business meeting. But uh, Glenn, um, as, a, as someone who covers NXT, this one, talk to me about how you feel Carmelo Hayes is doing. And two, talk to me about Trick Willie showing up. Okay, so here's here's the interesting thing that ties back into NXT. And I wonder, I, I don't think they're going to play on this because it, it would not um, help them to acknowledge it. But right now there's this tension in NXT because Trick has the NXT title shot. Him and Carmelo are in the Dusty. They're almost certain to make it to the finals. Um next week and trick's gonna have his title shot the same night they're in the finals here's the added tension tonight carmelo on commentary they're trying really hard he is him the audience response was okay tricks live crowd reaction tonight though with with nothing i think this was his first time showing up on the main roster crowds doing whoop that trick going crazy for him um this this is going to be, if I were them, this is an interesting thing to add into the rivalry. Trick Williams, in one appearance, got more over with the main crowd than Carmelo. And Car by the way, I think Carmelo is great. But this is like Carmelo's like third or third time 
showing up on SmackDown and Trick like instant tonight. Mm-hmm. Just over with the crowd. There's a really good long feud to build with these guys. This is going to be an mm-hmm. NXT main event feud, I think, going into Mania. And I don't know. I think uh, this could carry over to the main roster. It's very going to be very, very good if they work these guys in a good storyline each other because there's so much, so many like uh, 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 fissures and just uh, cracks in the foundation of their friendship right now that this could be amazing if they do it right. Yeah, Flobo, Will, Will Chism, sorry, I don't know if, if I pronounced it wrong. I'm sorry, Will, but uh, uh, says, as an NXT watcher, I love that pop for Trick Williams. He did get a really good pop for that entrance, um, as well as uh, I wanted to see Beer Money had a comment, said, uh, Flobo, I want to ask, do you think they had Trick out tonight to test his pop with the crowd if they should bring him out to the Rumble? That pop tells me he is in the Rumble. So. This is kind of a multi-pronged question for you, Flobo. One, your thoughts on Trick Williams coming out. Mm -hmm. Two, your thoughts on the fact that he did have a very big reaction there. And three, um, they played, they, they, they showed us a bit of what's going on in NXT with the doubt and the questions between the two. Do you think that maybe that was a little too inside baseball for the audience that's as big as SmackDown is that maybe don't watch NXT? Oh, yeah, that is a multi-pronged question. So I was surprised with the pop as well um, because Carmelo was saying not getting not a reaction, but he's been there about a month and it almost felt like we were getting two versions of Carmelo. Tuesday night Carmelo, then like Friday night Carmelo. And it was kind of like kind of this conflicting thing. So to answer your third question, secondly, I like the fact that Trick Williams showed up and said, hey, look, we got a match. I came all the way to Miami <laughs> to help you out because I know you're going to get beat up. I, I drove four hours in advance of knowing you get your, your four hours. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because we want to have that connection there. I, I like that part. But I was surprised because, again, NXT gets a, a, what, a quarter of what SmackDown gets. I didn't think Miami will be on board. Uh, I think this was a test. I'm not sure for the Rumble, but I do think yeah. this is a test for Trick Williams on the main roster. We got it tonight, and he passed the flying colors. Yeah, this was a, a really good showing for both. I've said uh, many times on many different NXT shows that I think Carmelo Hayes and Trick Williams are going to be generational talents. I think mm-hmm. that they're I think that there's going to be wrestlers in 10 years, 15 years that are cutting promos in their style and doing things that they do um, and are saying, going to say, I grew up loving Trick Williams and Carmelo Hayes and, and all that kind of stuff. So I think they're just going to be incredibly big stars. Um, and I love seeing them both out here. Uh, do you think that, uh, Glenn, do you think this is, it, does this mean they're getting called up pretty soon, you think? Or is this just a, is this just because the rumble's coming up and they're trying to give us a little taste of a bunch of people? I mean, that feud between them isn't going to play on the main roster. They almost need to hit a reset if they bring both of them up to pause or to pause on this story. But that feud in NXT, and they can reconcile and become friends again. Like I, I, you know, and then they could run it back in a year or two on the main roster. But it just seems weird. It was funny. It really sunk in when they said that Carmelo's been in NXT for three years. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know how we don't get that story for Mania Weekend, you know, and and maybe maybe this is me being a bit of an optimist given the TV rights deals and everything going on. Maybe you know they want to ensure that they have a strong launch on CW. They want to get more eyes on NXT now, so maybe they find a way to keep doing these SmackDown and Raw showcases 
get more eyes on NXT. But man, trick with the title and Carmelo challenging him Mania weekend. Like, I don't know how anything they could do on the main roster together. Both getting called up at the same time could possibly top that. Uh, Manish saying uh, Carmelo and Trick stop carrying over on SmackDown. Uh, gets more eyes on NXT. Does the Carmelo versus Trick match happen at Mania? I don't think Mania probably NXT's yeah, stand it's going to deliver the main event for uh, sure. If yeah. it goes that way, like it could be a Trick Dragonoff two. Also, I mean, uh, no offense to Dragonoff, but come on, he's a champ. You gotta you gotta yeah. to be the man. Woo! You gotta beat the. You man. gotta be. But if you say like, yeah, if you say like Dragonoff, you gotta have veins popping out of your forehead. <laughs> Dragonoff is an excellent wrestler, but I'm a story guy and trick and mellow. That's a story. It's true. It's the best story in wrestling. It's yeah, I, yes, right I agree. I agree. It's the best story in wrestling, but what better than having a champ that has to deal with these challenges coming at them with their own infighting too, much like Roman Reigns, mm-hmm. right? I mean, that's what makes it interesting. I think too. Um, so uh, we get story to, guy story guys yeah so uh we get to um uh a few things a few backstage segments and then in the main event uh paul Heyman tells solo to fix the problem and then he tells jimmy that he could have his tribal chief moment at the royal rumble uh, we're going to talk about all the other stuff but uh, uh glenn i just want to pause for a second for for paul Heyman here i say all the time I think the top three people in pro wrestling at actually selling tickets on the microphone at saying, making you believe you have to see this show, Paul Heyman, Cody Rhodes, CM Punk in that order. And I think that this promo was a great example of that. uh, And the way that he made the Royal rumble and the Royal rumble match seem like it was such a big deal, basically implying you could see the next tribal chief moment at, royal rumble paul Heyman's a master at this and not just being the most exciting on the microphone or anything but actually saying you've got to watch this event live yeah although i mean the bloodline <laughs> yeah. yeah paul's great <laughs> look man the bloodline needs the rock right now to get into it with roman because this is this is pretty stale this Hard is disagree this is like reheating leftovers from three nights ago level of like hard now don't get me wrong roman versus the rock would be number one on my list i'm not gonna say yeah. it's not but i don't think it's needed i mean we got three guys that he's gonna roman's gonna face three guys he's gonna beat tomorrow and he's gonna be he's gonna win are gonna be great Do you, uh, you really Lobo, believe for a second that roman is losing that title tomorrow maybe he might uh, Flobo, Why would they do that? Sorry, but, that, but I'm, I'm talking about I'm talking about the ability of Paul Heyman because Paul Heyman wasn't even talking about Roman Reigns in this case. He was talking about Jimmy Uso. Jimmy versus Solo. Ooh, he was giving me a reason to watch the Royal Rumble because he was saying that that is how Roman Reigns became who Roman Reigns is. He's basically implying yeah, this yeah. could be a Roman Reigns making moment. Um, Flobo. Before we get into the main event, thoughts on Paul Heyman? Am I am I off my rocker? I it seems like a, a long time ago now, but but seven years ago, 
at, at Royal Rumble, no, at Survivor Series 2017, before they switched the title from Jinder Mahal to AJ, Paul Heyman had his promo selling Jinder against Brock for the main event. And I was like, oh my God, sign me up for Jinder Mahal versus Brock Lesnar. And I knew back then. But, but the fact that you had uh, Jimmy going on this path to beat up Seth for the other championship was something we haven't thought about, which goes back to the stacked roster and you can't call anything. We love Royal Rumble season for the match itself, for the unpredictability, which I think is sorely lacking from the match itself. So yeah, I'm with Jack here, man. I would buy tickets to anything that Paul Heyman sells. I think they overuse them a bit, but it's all good. Here's um, here's what they do. Sorry. Let me just tell you, Mania. You got The Rock versus Roman. But oh, then, big, big... No, but, but no, but wait. <laughs> Jimmy, Jimmy versus Solo. Jay comes in to help Jimmy and they reunite. Yeah. Hmm. I don't Jimmy know. versus Solo. That's a great bloodline story waiting to happen. Well, do we ever find out who's Jimmy said versus Solo? Solo? That's like, yeah. Jimmy versus Solo. That's like the least in, 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 interesting of the potential. I would rather see Jimmy versus. Jimmy versus Jay by a country mile. Country mm. mile. Damn. How <laughs> is that like metric? Is that different than a someone, city mile? Sir, you gonna take that, Glenn? You don't. You don't know how long a country mile is. You sound like a rancher. <laughs> no, at least a ranch. Has, a ranch. <laughs> no, I agree. Jimmy versus Jay would be huge, but the, I mean, they gotta they gotta build that. They're building Jimmy and Solo. The the friction between them. They're building something there right now. Same with Jay. They got to, they got to take steps, plant seeds. The bloodline as it exists is, uh, you know, Jimmy solo Roman and Paul. There's only so many things you can do with that. Well, I want to talk about this main event. Okay. I'm talking about first AJ styles. What I love about this, what this is where I think, uh, WWE has been so good lately is they give us little red herrings to, think about during a show before a match that otherwise may not be as fascinating. Solo Sokoa versus LA Knight, I think on paper, the day before the Royal Rumble, not the most sizzling match because we know it's probably going to end in shenanigans or it's going to end with uh, LA Knight somehow getting the win because he's got a world title match coming up. But we have a little moment backstage where Jimmy Uso pitches AJ Styles helping the bloodline to take out LA Knight to make the four-way easier for everybody. And it's one of these things, either it happens and it's interesting, or it doesn't happen, and it's probably the way it's going to go. But Flobo, this little thing now takes a match that would otherwise be kind of a throwaway main event. It's like, but what's the story going to be at the end of it? Mm -hmm. Of course, we saw what happened with AJ Styles. We saw what happened with Orton, and we saw what happened with LA Knight. Uh, Talk to me about just adding little story beats to make these things a little more interesting. Yeah, you know, we have the main event before a, a pay-per-view, which is actually a big one, or PLE, that's a big one, but we kind of think it's going to be the holding pattern. You kind of get boxed in writing-wise, but everything, even the small updates with the OC, like, are they still a thing? I have no idea. LA Knight coming out and all that stuff also as well gives a little bit of spice, you know, kind of like the days of Sunday Night Heat being the free-for-all for pay-per-views and giving us a little mm-hmm. bit of that, that nudge to make that, that purchase happen. So I was... I was rolling my eyes because I knew it was going to end in a kind of non-determinate way because you wouldn't want to cut anyone off at the pass. But the way it did it was kind of awesome as well. Yeah, Glenn, it was one of those things, again, 
because it makes you wonder because AJ's been kind of riding the the fence on do we love him or do we hate him? Is he a good guy? Is he a bad guy? So going into this, I really didn't know would he take the chance to do some damage to an LA mm. night before before the match? And so it made the story be a little more interesting than if it was just a a match straight up, right? Yeah. Uh, so I want to know your thoughts on on that and um uh I want to know your thoughts on LA and I got the last word in. Does that mean he's doomed? I don't know. I was thinking based on crowd reactions, AJ should take the pin. And I'm not saying that AJ is not over, but he's getting the least reaction of the four. But he's wearing jeans now. Come on. That's true. He needs it. Although, you know, it, yeah, I, I think some of the undertaker maybe got into him from the boneyard <laughs> match. Now that he's all in black. He was buried for like five days. <laughs> <laughs> It'll change a man. Yeah. Well, at the time, you had to be separated from people that long to make sure it was okay to dig him out. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> um, so the um, so yeah, this was to be fair, Glenn. Though I think that's the role AJ is playing because he's like I said, the the, the fence rider here. He's you're not yeah. supposed to to like him, even though I mean, how do you how do you not like AJ Styles? The hair, the arms, the hair, the moves. Come on. <laughs> The hair, yeah. The ha- did no, I mention I like the hair? hair. <laughs> right. Hair's the best part. What, what, uh, uh, I guess I could ask you, like, why? Why do you think that AJ? Because he's not getting a reaction, he should stick the pin, or because he's like, the weakest guy, or the, I think they got plans for LA Knight and Logan Paul mm-hmm. and Mania. I think Roman. I think uh, Randy Orton could face either Roman or Cody soon. Maybe, you know. At a pay per view, so I think they want to keep Randy looking strong. He's just coming back. He's getting these monster reactions. I just think, in terms of stock, I think AJ is in an interesting position right now. And I think you know, even what's going on with him in the OC, I, I, just, I don't think it'll hurt AJ. Where there are plans for AJ for AJ to take the pin. That's just here's my, my here. Here's my uh, prediction: Randy Orton gets the pin tomorrow. He takes the pin tomorrow. If you want okay. to take who takes pins, it's Randy Orton. Has to be. Well, real quick, by the real way. Quick. Let's be, uh, we got to be honest. The the assumption that it's going to be LA Knight versus Logan Paul is a wild Hail Mary that has sure. not been alluded to whatsoever. You need to get off Twitter, Glenn. Ooh. No, I'm, well, I think it makes a lot of sense. But remember, Randy still has unfinished I mean, business. You're probably right, the, but I'm just yeah. saying. And remember, <laughs> and Randy you're still has the. <laughs> Randy still has unfinished business with the bloodline. So if you have Roman pin Randy, why do you want to watch a Roman Randy one-on-one match? That is a great question, Glenn. And here's the reason why. Because AJ Styles got destroyed twice. LA Knight was the most recent one to fall to Roman. And he's one that's been complaining about it as much. Randy Orton came back and has all the momentum. What better way to reset that tension mm. from now to Mania by taking the most hottest person and say, I smashed him and seeing who the next challenge is going to be. Let me ask you this, Flobo. Um, yeah. I, I think everyone Smash. knows. I, contrary to what I said, I think Roman Reigns winning. I think we all believe Roman Reigns is winning uh, tomorrow. Yes. So that's that said, though, with the with this run that uh, that Roman's been on, most of his matches outside of the maybe the WrestleMania ones, I always like to think it's not that we think he's actually going to win or actually going to lose, but has the WWE from a story perspective created enough story for you to believe that he theoretically could? 
Does that make sense? What I'm saying? Not that he could be pinned. I think that like well, Logan, LA Knight and uh, <laughs> LA Knight and AJ Styles could work out a deal and flip a coin and one of them pins the other one. Like that's more believable to me than Roman being pinned at this point. He's too close to having the uh, Nash. He's too close to breaking Hogan's record. I, I don't think he's losing that title anytime I don't soon. Mean, I mean, like, will he like, would you go to Vegas? I mean, like if you were, well, I'm in Vegas. A, a, if you were, if you were to go to Atlantic City, then <laughs> oh my god, too, man. oh my Vegas. goodness! <laughs> the I suffering. If I, if I go to Reno, I mean, come then, on. Then you, know? you that you've already lost. Jack hates yeah. Glenn confirmed. If you go to Jersey, I'm like what? Yeah, <laughs> but um, but let me ask you the bigger. I question. guess what I'm saying, like, if you were reading a comic book, or if this was a a movie or something like that, has the story been presented in a way? Like as good as it can that they can win because I agree. I mean, he's not losing until at least Mania, and even then, you know, maybe no. not until later. So, but just yeah. have they done a good as good a job as they can presenting this match? Is what I'm asking. No, Sammy and Cody got story builds. They made you think. Well, with Cody, I mean, people thought that was a done deal. Um, with Sammy, you thought, well, there's a chance, not a big chance, but a chance. Um, but there, there's no stakes in this four-way match. So, I mean, like, no, 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 no. Not there's no stakes, but there's no personal <laughs> yeah. stakes or investment. <laughs> Do you guys feel the way this story has been told with these guys versus Roman? That like, oh my, like, who would it be so emotionally satisfying if they beat Roman tomorrow night? So if you want Randy Orton. Yes, it would be. If, you, if, if, if Roman were to lose, it would be Randy Orton. But I will say this. I believe, and this is, I noticed that kind of going to be a cold take because duh it's going to be like an avenger situation when roman finally loses everyone throughout his rogues gallery will find a way to interfere in the match he eventually loses and it'll be collectively satisfying there's no one on that roster now even cody that you can say yeah you beat him clean one-on-one and then everyone cheers they're going to be like ah i should have been last here <laughs> but the rock comes out hits him with a chair aj styles hits him uh, randy Orton hits it and then cody He's wins Thanos. Yeah, he's Thanos. Roman Reigns oh, he's, is Thanos. Oh, he's absolutely Thanos. He's absolutely 100%. Thanos. That's how you do it. Just bring him down from everyone. Yeah. Captain okay. Marvel shows up because he's off-world the entire time. It'd be True. great. Okay, so let me ask you this. Okay, so, <laughs> Marvel. so let's shift a little bit Actual to... Captain Marvel comes into <laughs> WWE. Yeah. And Shazam Captain Marvel, just to make it weird. Uh, right. But let's talk about this. Let's talk about this. Just change it up second and the Royal Rumble tomorrow night. We saw that Hogan video tonight. To be continued for tomorrow. Hogan's going to show up and be there tomorrow night. Hogan doesn't enter the rumble, right? Well, let me, let's, let's go on. I've, I've been collecting some of these actually. Yes, boy. I lied. I, oh my God. You had a super chat and yeah. I forgot to do it. Gentlemen, who's taking the pinfall tomorrow night with everybody saying, yes, boy. I, I apologize. So I'm going to give you a freebie next time you post. I just want you to say though, Who's taking the pinfall tomorrow night with everybody saying, are you implying that LA Knight's winning or he's taking the pin? With, I think he wants LA Knight to lose. With everybody saying, AJ Styles. Whoa. Wow. Why did values? you have that queued up? <laughs> but uh, I do want to say uh, the only P Funks asks, uh, do you guys think Sasha Banks will be in the Rumble? We got also MJF number 30. <laughs> And uh, we also got Yo AJ Lee in the Rumble. So that's Glenn, to your point. To your point of the Hogan, uh, Spencer Webb saying Hogan will be number thirty in the Rumble. No, uh, <laughs> uh, I, 
I do not think Hogan will be in the Rumble. I think he will be at the Rumble. Oh, definitely. Um, Although, see, I thought tonight, our truth, like they had the thing where he picked the number, and I was like, oh, I could see them doing something where he picked 19, but he looks at it upside down, and he thinks it's 61, and then like somebody takes a spot tomorrow night uh, or something silly like that. But, okay, here's what I do think is going to happen tomorrow night. This is my wild prediction. Aside from AJ Lee, I think AJ would be great. I think Naomi is is back tomorrow. But... I do think given the week that we've had and given morale amongst fans and amongst the company and everything going on, I think the rock shows up tomorrow to fire another shot towards that mania match. Flobo, do you think the rock shows up? Do you think, do you think any of the names mentioned do their surprise and entrance and two, do you think the Rock wins the Rumble? Is is this? Well, I don't think they need it? that to happen, but maybe before Botel. Uh Rock is not win the Rumble. He doesn't have to. I mean, you can just yeah. say I'm, I'm going to face Roman Reigns. Why do the extra work? Uh, Hogan shouldn't because he's literally seventy years old, and I know people have their own opinions about him. But I feel like who's going to be the one to help him in and out of the ring because he has like three back surgeries as well. I wouldn't do it. Um, AJ Lee could. Uh, I, I want Gail Kim. That's always been my Rumble fantasy. Well. Hope, wish, not fantasy. But hope, wish, fantasy doesn't have to do it. Uh, we don't know. Uh, it, it, the roster is so loaded now. You could totally do it in-house, which is so crazy to say because five, ten years ago, it wasn't the case. Yeah, I mean, really, if all three brands are represented, you just need 10 from each brand. And there's easily 10 from each brand uh, that could fill it. And so, yeah, I guess they, they really don't need to bring anyone else. But isn't it kind of lame? Uh, Flobo, you, you were so against the rock winning it. Cause he doesn't have to, isn't it? I know they've teased it with like Gunther and stuff, but like, it's kind of lame to win the rumble and not challenge reigns. Come on. Reigns is the guy. I feel like it's, it, there's no way to me. You can win the rumble and not challenge reigns and not look like Austin theory cashing in on the U S title. 100%. Look, I understand the, the workhorse title and I understand being the ring as sacred and stuff. And I guess I want to see a Gunther match against Seth Rollins just in general. Just not under that pretense. I'm winning the rumble. I'm going after the top prize. Why the heck? Yeah. Yeah, but hold on. Let me give my hot take. Spoiler, not a prediction. <laughs> Tiffany Stratton debuts in the Rumble tomorrow night and gets called up. Oh, and gets that's called not, up. That, that's not a hot take. Getting called up is I a thought, hot take. I, I thought you were going to say she was going to win. If she no, wins, that's she's a hot called take. up in the Rumble. No, but I, I, I said on up. this NXT podcast that we do here on Wink. That day at the ranch is the last day we saw her in NXT. Yeah, because there's no coming back from being on a ranch. <laughs> yeah, why would you do that? Ugh. No, but I look, mean, um, once you've been on a ranch, that's Buriedville. You're done for once you've it, been on a ranch. But I say CM Punk and Bailey are winning tomorrow. Flobo, who you got? Uh, I got Cody and Bailey. Jack? I'm going uh, The Rock and Becky Lynch. There we go. Everyone in the chat, let us know who you think is going to Wait win. Wait a minute, Becky Lynch, really? Yeah. Wait, what? <laughs> Rhea Mania. Why? Why are you acting so surprised? Becky Lynch is always a safe bet. That's like, 
I know she's Luke a Cold is going to win a match. What? But, 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 but you, you, <laughs> okay, I'm I'm not a rooster. Of course, she's like the same. He's a Muppet also. All of a sudden, Camilla, the sweet Swedish chef. The Undertaker's going to win at Mania. What? I'm saying yeah, you have course. never picked Be- uh, Becky Lynch for anything. For as long as I've known you professionally, you've never picked Billy, uh, a Becky Lynch. That's and I, I love it. Becky, but I think Becky in Elimination Chamber getting the win there makes more sense. Yeah. Uh, yeah, of course, Cornell Bryant saying, but what if Punk wins? He's challenging Seth. You trust CM Punk. He's not here to make friends. He's here to make money. Low Vision <laughs> gets it. Low Vision totally gets it. That's my picks right there. Uh, yeah, low vision going. I'm going with Cody and Bailey. Uh, low vision, you should change your picks because Flobo's picks are the kiss of death. But uh, we'll see which ones are right. Uh, everyone in the comments, make sure to let us know what your picks are for the Rumble. Um, Glenn, yeah, overall thoughts on tonight's event and any final thoughts before going to Royal Rumble? And most importantly, where can the world find you online? I have all the respect for the WWE talent that was able to go out there tonight and put on a show given the the week that for the last few days we saw in wrestling. I think they did the best they could tonight. Rumble is always a hot weekend. I'm sure morale was really weird, but I thought tonight was okay. Uh, I'm at Glenn Rubenstein. I'll be tweeting along with uh, the Rumble tomorrow night, so give me a follow. Um, and Flobo, uh, where can the world find you and overall thoughts on tonight and any final thoughts on the Royal Rumble? It's one of the situations where the, the go home show didn't look big on paper, but the vibes were there. Miami is always great. They should run that city a lot more often. Only the rock to say he's back home. Uh, you can follow me on that X at Flobo Boys or the website is flobito.com, F L O B I T O.com, and of course, tradedingold.com. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, uh, of course, you can find me at Real Jack Farmer across all social media. You can check me out doing a whole bunch of these after shows lately on Wrestling Inc. Uh, but you can also check me out um, on the 4th of February. I'm doing commentary for Santino Bros. Fight Night 11. It's going to be a fun show. It's on Fight TV. You should check it out if you got the time and decide you want to. Otherwise, uh, I will probably be live tweeting or something about uh, Royal Rumble as it happens. Uh, I don't believe we're doing a show. Uh, nah, I might be doing it. one uh, elsewhere tomorrow night because we're not doing one here. How so, nondescript? Uh, don't, elsewhere. Don't, elsewhere. Don't tell the overlords over <laughs> media tower. Wrestling, Glenn's going to be in the Rumble. That's what he's doing. Wrestling I'm going to be in the Rumble. Has oh my God. That's why, that's why Glenn, Glenn's like trying to red herring. He's like, oh yeah, Hogan's going to be in the Rumble, right? Really, it's Glenn. Glenn's coming out there. Wrestling Inc. always got dibs on me. Uh, Jack, uh, can people find you on Farmers Only, though? What? No. <laughs> No, not a <laughs> I, I look. I, I look. I'm not. I, I'm not one of those people that just narrows my vision to farmers. I just don't like ranch. That'll that'll do it for us, you guys. Make sure to follow at Wrestling Inc. for all of your wrestling news <laughs> stuff and enjoy the rumble. We'll see you after Raw on Monday. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. 
Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.